And welcome to The Dice Are Screaming with Randy and Mike. Yep, we're back at you for another rousing round of conversation about gaming and geekery. So today's topic is going to be... Community. Oh, community, great. In the broadest possible sense. I mean, you know, we don't want to narrow it down too much. But uh, gaming and gamers is a rather unique community. Uh, wherever you may be, there are people who almost certainly uh, share that interest. And today, we're talking about both those people and the places we use to you know, form a community uh, wherever we happen to be located. Uh, be it local game shop or big convention or a friend's house. Uh, to kick it off, uh, let's start with... Uh, your local game store. Ah, yes, the game store. Where a lot of gamers go to buy their gear and gadgets, dice and all kinds of stuff that you know you need to make your games pop from miniatures to maps and all the books. This is where you go and get your stuff. And, of course, because other gamers use it, it's a local meeting place where you can invest yourself not only in the hobby through the purchase of rule books and such, but also... With your presence, just being able to talk and meet with other gamers is particularly important, especially in the day and age where we have social media to connect us all. And, you know, I'm from an older generation that used forums and bulletin boards and even email groups to yeah. communicate back and forth. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're, we weren't above leaving note cards at a local comic shop yep. uh, hanging on a little bulletin board there in the building. Uh, back in the era of snail mail, uh, it was sometimes very hard to find other people with a similar interest. Uh, and it was really word of mouth and, you know, like, I know a guy who knows a guy. And the next thing you know, you've got a group going. Uh, now, uh, almost every community has some kind of comic outlet of one sort or another. Uh, or at the very least, one large town away. And it's... Well, let's give a shout-out to uh, social media and the era of the Internet for making mass communications possible for gamers everywhere. Uh, if you have no idea who the person is, at least it's still possible to find people in your community and eventually go and actually meet them. Yeah, and there's a lot of apps like Warhorn, as well as Roll20, uh, allow you to meet up over the Internet or just gather together. However you do it, well, the community at large of gaming is a large and diverse one. And we're also going to give a nod to people who like to gatekeep. Uh, they say that, well, if you're a gamer who watches a Twitch stream or a critical role, that you're participating in gaming or not, those people really don't have much of a say. Whether you're a gamer of 30 years or just 30 minutes, you're a gamer. If you are interested in gaming, you're welcome. Nobody has the right to tell you that you have a bar to pass under to be a gamer. All you have to do is have an interest and a want to join, and a willingness to sit down and learn the craft taught by your fellows and some of your peers, and you'll be welcomed into the community easily. Yeah, I've never really gotten this gatekeeping mode. It's not really... A, if, if you honestly really and truly emerged out of an era where 
gamers were like hen's teeth. Uh, and, you know, getting a table of five, six people together <laughs> was sometimes a real challenge. Uh, you know, if you've ever sat there, like, at a low ebb with just three people, it's not quite the same dynamic as having a, a large, sometimes often changing group with multiple interests in multiple games. And I suppose in many respects we got really lucky years ago, and we linked up to be a bunch of people that had a constantly shifting schedule of games, widely varying interests, uh, huge difference in our hobbies uh, and our eventual career choices, and it made for a much more interesting dynamic than just some kind of sterile environment where, you know, like, uber gamers only. I, I'm not sure how that would... Uh, improve the well-being of the hobby overall. Uh, I mean, other than, like, causing it to be such a micro-niche that it simply goes out of business and disappears. And right. that is something I decidedly do not want. No. I've been having a lot of fun for the last 30 years, so uh, I, I'm really not interested in, in seeing it diminished. Right. And, you know, more to the point, you, you're one of those people who wants to have people gaming. Your only interests are... Are people interested? And how welcome are they at your table? Now, of course, your table can fill up real, relatively quick, and you might find yourself having to split tables or plan another session. But that's a good problem to have as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And as long as people are interested and want to come to the table and learn how to play, they're always welcome at my uh, place, which we were speaking about. The place is a venue, which are, of course... In our hometown, we're blessed to have several hobby shops. Now, some towns are not, but uh, you do have the internet, and there are ways to organize with other players, but there are players out there who just, you know, through either scheduling or remote location, just can't get into the big cities or the venues to play, and, you know, that's also now being solved with Roll20 and Skype and Discord and all sorts of places to find and hook up with other gamers to get your game on. Uh our local game shop, uh, which at present is titled Perfect Storm, uh, has been good enough to allow us to make use of their space. Now, not every venue has abundant space. I, sometimes you have a very cramped little comic shop with, it's just a, a warren of uh, you know little nooks and crannies warren. filled with... <laughs> uh, we may need a commission to investigate this. Uh oh. Yeah. Be a Warren commission. Ah, yes. Yeah. Well, a Warren commission. In any case, uh, if if they're, you know, a bit of a cramped locale, they're not in a good position to lend out space to people. But if you are lucky enough to have a hobby shop nearby that is uh, spacious and has tables set uh, and has room for magic players and war game players and board game players, uh, by all means take the fullest possible advantage of it with this one caveat. Be good to your local game store. If, mm -hmm. they're, if they're kind enough to share with you and to give you space to, A, meet other gamers uh, and other people interested in similar hobbies, uh, make friends and, and have a good time, then clean up after yourselves, do the best by them that you can, because uh, we are really, really grateful to the, the people who have given us a consistent space for many years now.
You know, and it also goes to the fact that also support them through your buying habits. You know, it's sometimes you can always find things cheaper on Amazon or other places like eBay or even RPG now, but wherever you find it or drive through RPG. Also, um, a good also thing. yep, you can get your stuff from there, but try to support them when you can when you purchase. You know, keep the lights on and help them out. Because they provide a stable place for you to play if you take advantage of it. Or if you play in your living room or your house, that's also another thing. Is think about, you know, how to help support the person by cleaning up after yourselves and also bringing drinks and refreshments for everybody. Yeah, play nice with others is a nice, you know, general ground rule. Uh, of course, I'm not to be trusted since while everyone else grew up with the everything I needed to know about life, I learned in kindergarten. Uh, I learned everything I needed to know about life by watching the monkey house at the zoo. Mm. Uh, get as many free peanuts as you can uh, and throw poop at mean people until yep. they go away. Uh, and as you can imagine, <laughs> mine was a particularly interesting prom night. Uh, wow. <laughs> More um, glimpses from the insights of Mike. Um, <laughs> now, you know, we said a little bit about uh, the gatekeeping thing, and I'm just going to close that out with, uh, you know, there is no caveat that you have to earn to be a gamer. If you're interested or you just watch the Twitch streams or Glass Cannon or any of the other places where you, there's uh, games being played by uh, various so-called professional gamers, <laughs> don't be intimidated by that. You know, if you're watching that and you pick up how to game and know what's going on, Hey, good on you. I like the fact that uh, more people than ever are able to just vicariously watch gaming. Who would have thought that it would have taken off like it has? And it's grown exponentially. Yeah, it, we've just seen enormous growth over the last few years. Uh, and I, for one, refuse to poo-poo that. I, I yeah. Do not let somebody on the internet tell you that you don't belong at a game table because your introduction to the concept was a website. Uh, no. If it sounds intriguing to you, go for it. Find some other gamers. Rock out. Uh, yeah. Rock out with your dice out. Mm -hmm. Make sure that also that uh, when you game, try to be uh, considerate of other people. And, you know, sometimes you're going to meet some people that don't fit into your particular category. Hey, as long as you're there to game, nothing else matters. You can put real-life politics or other things aside in order to enjoy a game. Yeah, make a safe environment for everybody, something that, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, absolutely uh, G-rated Disney flick, but do try to at least create an environment where uh, more than just a couple of people are welcome and comfortable. Because, uh, eh, look, if you're the DM at that moment, it's your table, it's your dream, uh, you got the power. Uh, do what makes you happy. But, as I've said before in other circumstances, watch your players. Watch their level of engagement. Watch their level of enjoyment. If you're seeing a lot of people walk away from the table, retool. Because it's an art, not a science. There is no perfect formula. Mm -hmm. And there's no shame. I mean, and believe me, uh, <laughs> both of the people uh, here today have dropped the ball monumentally on occasion. Not just not just a little, you know, like, whoops, uh, but we, we've had some glaring errors in our lengthy history of gaming. So, you know, zero shame, man. If, if it 
doesn't seem like it's working for people or a couple of people are feeling driven off, uh, tear it down and retool, come back ready for next time. Yeah. Always remember too that there's people who are more versed in other things than you are and be willing to accept that. I mean, for instance, there's people who likes, as you pointed out, as we were talking earlier, there people are more interested in science fiction. Oh, yeah. Than others or more invested in certain popular culture like comics or novels like Game of Thrones than you are. You know, take it all in. Diversify yourself and learn from a new experience of gathering with people. And that's what really the gaming community is about. I just got back from Gen Con and it was a great experience. But one of the things that is great about Gen Con, it's almost like a hodge, the journey there, going there and, and being with your friends. It and is then, a sacred pilgrimage that every gamer should make. And then when you finally arrive, you know, you're surrounded by your own people. These are people who, some of them are just cosplayers. They're just there for cosplaying. Some of them are there for board games, war gaming, uh, seminars, and all that. But they're all part of your community. So make sure that you show the proper respect. And a lot of times, you'll be able to get respect in return. But because there's so much diversity in gaming. I mean, different types of games, genres, from, that cover nearly every type of fiction or escapist fantasy it's all at Gen Con, and that's why you go there, to be part of that. Drink it in. Yeah, and that is another perfect segue for community, which is the convention community, which mm. uh, it is a special thing to be in a building almost completely dominated by people who at least peripherally share an interest in your hobbies and your likes. Uh, that is a wonderfully unique feeling, especially if maybe you don't have a lot of people in your immediate social circle who share those interests. Uh, you may have spent a lengthy period of time, you're like, oh, well, you know, nobody likes what I like except like a few people on the internet. Well, those, convention are where, those conventions are where all those people that share that like all arrive. Yep. Uh, and shop around for local conventions. Uh, the nearest large city usually has one. Uh, yeah. Those of us located in the backwoods of Michigan, uh, we're not more than a few minutes away from uh, uh, a smaller convention in Kalamazoo, another in Grand Rapids, Ann Arbor, Detroit. Yep. There are bigger cities with notable conventions going on all the time. Uh, every summer, uh, and including parts of spring and fall, uh, it's just a cornucopia of gaming. Cornucopia, yes. There's a plethora of gaming <laughs> opportunities abound to be with your community. And the reason why we want to take this time out to speak about it, rather than just my return from Gen Con, I only got to go for one day, but uh, it just basically reinforced that you know we're all gamers here, all of us are vested in this hobby. Keep with it, and don't forget that you're a part of it too. Don't let anybody ever tell you different. Yeah, your degree of involvement is entirely up to you. Uh, you don't have to instantly go from zero to 60 to achieve gamerdom. Right. Uh, you know, enjoy. Uh, it's a journey, not a final destination. Yeah. <laughs> that is the truth. It is the journey. And we've been on that journey for about 35 years, and, uh, and it has not disappointed us in the slightest. It has been a fantastic ride, and yeah. so has this.
Right, and that's what it brings us to this podcast, and we're going to close her down here. Uh, again, thank you for all the wonderful likes. You guys have been listening and uh, doing well, but also remember to step, stop by, not step. Hopefully you don't step on it, on the Dice of Screaming Facebook page. And feel free to pop in over at WordPress and read some of the little extension of subject blogs that yep. go on there. Uh, and of course, as always, you can find us at Twitter with MagiVox at Twitter and Death Hand Gaming. That's D E T H A N D Gaming at Twitter as well. And with that, we bid you adieu. And yep. may the dice always roll in your favor. favor.